What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the LWE Podcast. Lee Collins here, and I'm excited again to have with me for the second time, the first two-time guest, the one and only, the legendary Mr. Benji Greason. Benji, how you doing, man? Man, I am honored to be uh, the first repeat offender here on the LWE Broadcast, and uh, it's always a fun time to talk some sports and get to hang out with you and uh, looking forward to this, man. This is going to be fun today. Yeah, we came up with an, a, a kind of a, a final idea here, but initially what it was is I just kind of reached out to you and I said, you know what, we had such a good decade of excellence here from 2010 to 2019. We really haven't talked about any kind of all-decade kind of teams. We don't give out any kind of real realistic rewards or, or anything for that. But we thought it would be kind of fun to use our imaginations <laughs> and possibly come up with – an ideal way to to pick some all-decade teams, but be fair to all the players that we had to choose from. So what I decided was let's do a fantasy draft, and we would basically pick two teams. Me and you are basically two coaches, and we're planning a garnet and white fantasy game, and we're basically going to have this fantasy draft to pick our team. The teams will be composed of 50-man rosters. We have uh, a cap on each position, and we're going to basically do a snake kind of draft from each position, meaning somebody will start first, and then somebody else will get two picks, and then a comeback, the next person gets two picks, and so on. Everybody gets equal picks, but it'll round out the roster, and then we'll have some room at the end where we can pick up some additional players to fill out the open spots that we have left. So we have broken down all the positions. We have the quarterbacks. We have the running backs. We have wide receivers, tight ends. We have uh, the offensive linemen. We have the defensive linemen. We have linebackers, defensive linemen, and defensive backs, and our kickers. And basically what we have decided to do is we're just going to draft in order through position First and foremost, we're going to start with offense, and uh, we had a best two out of three coin toss, which I will say Mr. Greason won two consecutive times. (laughs) So what we're going to do is we're going to be marking and writing in between our discussing, and if we've got any kind of thoughts or anything about players, we'll share that along the way, and we'll just see how the time goes here and what we need to do. We may have to split this into an offensive-defensive kind of two-part thing, but We'll see how we do on the time. So, Benji, you have the uh, dubious honor here of picking the first player, and we're going to start with our quarterback group. So you'll get uh, the opportunity to pick two quarterbacks here. So we'll both have two picks each. With the first selection (laughs) of the Abbeville Panther all-decade team. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, So – Boy, looking at these names, man, you could literally put a team together that would be favored over the Cleveland Browns on a day-to-day basis here. (laughs) And there are some incredible athletes uh, on this list. But, all right, so we're starting at quarterback. And uh, uh, first pick for me. All right, and, and the reason I'm going with this guy the reason I'm going with this guy is because of a conversation that I had with with Coach Mark Smith. Okay. Coach Smith told me that this guy was, well, I mean, the athleticism was easy to see, yeah. right? The the mental aspect of it is where Coach Smith gave this guy a nod. He says, man, I could mention a play. I could mention an audible in a practice once. And three weeks later, 
he would see it, he'd recognize it, and he and he'd call it without even without even thinking about it. And that's why my number one pick at quarterback is going to be Jamie Gray. Okay. So Jamie Gray goes off the board. That is Benji's uh, first quarterback choice. Um, so I get two quarterback choices back to back here since we're going to do snake format. Um, my first choice at quarterback, uh, I'm going to go with a guy who kind of had to come into a very difficult situation um, at a young, early age. He had to come in and fill the shoes of someone else who was ahead of him. And he was not only a great quarterback, he was also very available and great in the defensive backfield as well. As we will find with most of these players that we talk about, we have a lot of two-way players (laughs) that we could usually, we could strategize around and put them in different spots. But my first pick is going to go with a guy who uh, led the team in 2015 to a state championship. And I'm going to go with Joseph Battle. I feel like he was uh, a physical specimen that year. I feel like he had those times to grow. We had the tough years in 2013 and 2014. And not only did he have a good arm, he was athletic enough, wide strides, and could stretch the field. He was physical, could get those two or three yards. So I'm going with Joseph Battle as my first quarterback uh, in this fantasy draft. My second quarterback pick, um, I'm going to go with the guy he replaced. I'm going to go with Kelly Bryant. And I think Kelly, in his time, you know, he had a a rough situation with injuries. He had a rough time with – you know, you know, kind of being consistent as far as the health issues go. But when he was on the field, he could run that a bone. And and I almost, and I almost think sometimes if we would have had the the offense that we've been running the last few years when Kelly was here, yeah, how much more efficient and yeah. how much more numbers he could have put up. So from that mindset, you know, I, I think he would have he would have delivered in a mighty way. So uh, I'm going to go with Kelly Bryant as my second quarterback. Boy, you got two good ones there. Uh, I am uh, with my second pick here at QB. Uh, this young man also stepped into a role at a young age that uh, would have made a lot of people crumble under the pressure. But in the third round of the playoffs, Sherall comes to Hike Stadium, and J.D. Moore steps in and takes his first snaps in the third round of the playoffs and leads the Panthers on to a victory. Uh, had to step in for an injured Bryce Jackson. And uh, – Bryce Jackson was uh, he was almost my selection here too but as we mentioned earlier there are other spots for other players so I'm going to pencil in Mr. J.D. Moore as my number two selection at QB. And J.D. deserves a lot of credit because you know this past year he was asked to do multiple things too. Yeah. Play defense, play running back, play quarterback yeah. and uh, finished out with great numbers and a great career. So uh that gives us our quarterbacks here. Uh, Benji has Jamie Gray and J.D. Moore. I've got Joseph Battle and Kelly Bryant. Now this is where it really gets into some, <laughs> some, 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 some good stuff here. We now go to our running backs. And so each, each guy now will have six picks for running backs to fill out your running back part of your roster. Um, Luckily, we have 112 to choose. Sure, from. exactly. <laughs> and probably even more than that if you go on the defensive side. Of the um, since Benji had the first choice in quarterbacks, I get the first choice in running backs, and it's it's pretty easy for me. My first choice is going to be Courtney Jackson. Yep. Uh, Courtney Jackson, um, all around, pound for pound, um, in this past decade, um, 
there's another guy right there with him. I'm not going to name him in case you have to pick him. But there's another guy that's right there with him as far as pound for pound and strength and speed that I think matches up with him. But as far as being, as, as he called the bull of the woods, uh, this guy was incredible. It, it was a shame that he had one season taken away from him. Yeah. Think about the numbers. He could have been another four thousand yard rusher if he would have played all four years at full strength. He kind of he kind of was there his freshman year, and it was getting some. We saw the signs and the flashes, and then the sophomore year it really took off. And then of course we remember what he did his senior year. So right. Courtney Jackson is my first running back here in the fantasy draft. All right, I'm. Uh... Boy, there's so many great names here to choose from. You really can't go. And you wrong. get two picks in a row here. So I get two picks in a row, huh? All right. Um, I'm assuming that we're as we're picking this all-decade team that uh, in, in in our minds we're also using the same offense and defense that we see on the fields on Friday nights, yeah. right? So I, I'm thinking in the current state that we're yeah, in, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Because defensively we've been pretty much the same, uh-huh. more or less. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm gonna take my first uh, running back off the board here, and I'm gonna go. Oh, we got a lot of picks here. I'm gonna go with Ashton Hurd as my uh, as my first RB off the board here, and uh, just another power speed guy, you know, uh, uh, solid solid running back, and, um, and 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 like I said, you just can't go wrong with 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 many of these picks here. So yeah. Now I get a second pick here, and uh, I like guys that can play in space, and this this might be a uh, this might this might draw some oohs and ahs maybe, but uh, I've 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 watched a lot of Abbeville football. I've never seen a player with a burst and a gear like Dooley Sanders when he gets the football. I mean, a sliver, a crease, and it the the stadium's on their feet because nobody is gonna catch him. Dooley yeah. Sanders comes off the board with my second pick. That's a good pick. Dooley was uh, one of many guys. He kind of was the he you know he played some at receiver and special teams, and then he was able to come in and 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 I thought physically he he improved a lot in that in that final year. Um, so that's a great choice. Um, the other thing about picking these picks, and as I sit here and look at names, a lot of these guys on paper played together anyway. So we're gonna have some combinations yeah. that are. Guys are familiar and playing together, and then we're going to have some some mixtures and some differences here too. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as the will to win, as far as the desire to win, as far as the leadership and the passion, and a guy who you knew that when you needed a play, you go call his number. I can't leave Junior Rapley off my team. Yeah. I got to go with Junior Rapley as my as my next running back because of. Just the growth. He he was one of those guys that came along, and you knew he was going to be special. He was a, he was a, you know, his father was a great player, mm-hmm. and um, he was a part of three state championships here at Abbeville High School, Incredible. and 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 especially that 2017 year. That was a, a year of adversity, a yeah. year of injuries, and when we needed him the most, he stepped up, and made big plays, and not only that, most of these guys we're talking about excellent receivers. At yeah. the backfield, they mm-hmm. they essentially were receivers at times, so I'm I'm going to go with Junior Rapley as my next running back. Quick story: We were leaving the press box at Liberty, and uh, we just beat Liberty, and really kind of played a sluggish game uh, up there. 
But Junior actually had an cr incredible game. I mean, he did a little bit of everything. And uh, as we're walking out of the press box, going back to the car, some of the Liberty players were walking back to the to their field house there. And, uh, one of the guys, he didn't know who we were. He was like, Junior Rapley, Junior Rapley, Junior Rapley. I hope I don't ever hear that name, Junior Rapley again. <laughs> he took over that game and, uh, and and willed the Panthers to to win there. All right, so so basically now it goes back to me now. I think we're in snake format, so yep. it goes back to me. So my third running back, <laughs> hey. If you book, if, if you're keeping the band together, you might as well keep all the band together. I'm gonna take T.J. Rogers. Yeah, I knew you were I, going there. I, yeah, I, I think these three guys together obviously complement each other so well. They all could run it. They all could catch it. They all could block for each other. Mm -hmm. But you know, T.J. and Junior to me, it's kind of like with Ashton and Courtney. Right. I mean, similar. Mm -hmm. And you know, T.J. made some some big plays, big runs in his career. Um, those catches he had in the Silver Bluff game, I remember those. Huge. The catch he had in Chiral, he went up top of a receiver who was taller than he was. Yep. Um, but T.J. Rogers knew how to find the end zone. And so that's why I'm going with him as my uh, next pick. All right, so that gives me three. So now I go again, and then it goes back to you. Is that correct? I think that's – I don't know. Because we started <laughs> – because you picked two in a row, right? Um, and you then took I picked, Courtney. I took two. I picked now Junior. You're taking two. Okay, so now it's back to you. It's no, back, back to you. me. You get all two right. in a row here. Two in a row here. Uh, all right. So I've got Ashton Hurd and Dooley Sanders here. Uh, we need us a good bruising fullback. And what other? Uh, I mean, if you're gonna run the A bone, you need a fullback, right? Yep. Uh, what about a guy we we used to dub as the bus? Dominic Washington is uh, coming off the board here and going to be my bruising. Uh, I need two yards, and he's going to get it, guy. So, Dominic Washington comes off the board for me there. And uh, let's go back. Uh, let's go back uh, and, and get Red Scott here. Oh, uh, good pick. Lee, where was uh, – you'll have to refresh me on there. What year did he – he was uh, – he was, he was in the 2013-2014 season. Right. 2014 season was really where he – it was his senior year, and mm -hmm. he, he had a big year for the Abbeville Panthers and some big runs that year and I think an underrated pick yeah. because he was another one of those first step and speed guys look what he's done after right uh, high school as well so uh, his uh, can, career continues so there's my uh, next two I got uh, Dominic the bus Washington and Red Scott well I've kind of feel like I've gotten my finesse my speed time to get greedy now I'm going to get I'm going to get <laughs> bullish I'm going to get bullish <laughs> Uh, and just because I want to, I want I would love to see a mix up with this guy and these other guys I've got. I'm gonna take Quay Watt. Quay Watt, yep. There you go. Quay Watt to me, uh, again, one of those multiple guys who could do it on both sides of the football. But primarily his senior year, he was put in it at that a back position, and kind of similar to the the Quay Gilchrist, the Leamont Evans, very tall in stature, mm -hmm. very lean but had the strides, and he had a little bit of deceptive speed. A lot of people took his speed for granted, but as far as a power back, his length, um, you know, and again, one of those guys, I would have loved to seen him in the variation of the A-bone that we have now. Yeah. I think he would have benefited a lot. So I'm going to take Quay Watt. Uh, and then my follow-up pick is probably one of my all-time favorite players as far as all-around back. This guy, if you watch the film, and I got a chance to watch a lot of film this past weekend, as far as running hard, having some speed, deceptive speed, in the return game as well, but I always go back to what Coach Smith said. 
if you're not blocking, you're not running. Right. This guy was probably one of the best pure blockers in the backfield that I had, and he had some good guys to block for. I'm going to take Khalil Fuller. Khalil Fuller, that's a great I, pick. I like Khalil. Uh, I think he, he brought a lot to the table. And, again, he was part of that class in 2015. They had gone through the, the tough Growing times pains. and stuff. Yep. And uh, so that's my next two picks. So you get you get two, and your two final picks my for the running backs. Two. Boy, this is going to be tough. Um All right, uh, I'm going to go with my next selection here. Uh, I'm going O'Brien Wilson. Yes. And uh, just a baller, all-around player. You said about the blocking, he could do that. Great first step, elusive, hit the hole hard. I mean, he's just a a really good running back. When he got on the edge, good luck, you know? (laughs) Right. And uh, so I'm going with with O'Brien Wilson there. And my last pick – I have a hard time, and I know they played on the team last year, but I have a hard time picking an all-decade team yeah. with kids that still have a couple that have a year left. Right. You know, so understood. That's the only reason I'm not going with uh, a few of the guys on the list here. Um, when given the opportunity, uh, this guy could uh, could stretch the field with the best of them. He would play some a back. He'd play wing back a little bit. And uh, and he was a great blocker as well, and he could uh, he could break one. He he could go pay dirt uh, with the best of them. And uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Jermaine Blackwell as my last pick right yeah. there. Deceptive speed again. And, uh, and again, here was a guy who had an opportunity. Courtney Jackson goes down with an injury yeah. uh, in the game against Hartsville, yep. and Jermaine is is put into that role and. You know he battled some injuries the last couple of games of the year, including state championship. But he was he was a beast. Right. And, and when you looked at him out there, you thought it was just Courtney with a number number because they basically were the same size, yeah. same looking kind of player. I think that's a I think that's a great pick there. So you got your six running backs here. We're gonna go through all of them here. I got one last pick here, and my pick is somebody who I think. Um, again, you're talking about pulling somebody here from a recent team because we're still. We're still playing, and I just I just like the way this kid developed through the year. He had a he had an injury in the Saluda game that kind of took him out a little bit, but I loved I loved the way he ran the ball and he grew up a lot. We we had a lot of young guys last year that grew yeah. up and have a lot of potential going into this new year. I'm gonna take Martico Jackson. I got you. Yeah. Um, I, I I just thought Martico was a guy that really. Um, he he improved week to week he's in all aspects. He's fun to watch. And so, all right, so let's go back over real quickly. Your running backs were, you had six running backs. Yes, uh, all decade team, six running backs here. Ashton Hurd, Dooley Sanders, Dominic the Bus, Washington, Red Scott, O'Brien Wilson, and Jermaine Blackwell. All right, and then my six running backs in the snake fantasy draft here, I had Courtney Jackson, Junior Rapley, TJ Rogers, <laughs> I won't say T.J. Waters. Uh, Quay Watt, Khalil Fuller, and Martico Jackson. And there's still a chance we could pick a few more running backs before we're all said and done. It's true. All right, so it goes back to you now. We're going to move to wide receiver. And we we had a cap on here for two wide receivers Mm -hmm. that we could pick because, let's just face it. We don't throw it. We don't throw the wide (laughs) receivers per se a lot because all these great running backs were great receivers out of the backfield. Um, So you get two receivers here. So, Benji, you're going to get the first pick. I'll get two picks, and then you get the last pick here. So, out of the receiving core here, which again is we're kind of working limited a little bit here, but but what do you see here that you want to go with? Mine's already wrote down. 
you can go ahead and put Ventre Belton as uh, number one receiver on the. Uh, I think that's a great pick on the list there for me. I mean, uh, for a team that doesn't really throw the ball when he had his opportunity, and I know he had a little injuries there, uh, there toward the end, but. Uh, Man, you put it up. He was gonna go get it, and he played tight end too. So yeah. essentially, he could he could be your tight end if you wanted him to yeah. keep him at that as well. Because we we may do that here as we go through here. We may keep some guys and say, well, we got him already, so he's gonna be our tight end or whatnot. Right. But yeah, Vendre Belton, uh, I think that's a pretty pretty good solid choice there. All right, so I get two picks in a row, and because of strategy and because of injuries and because of things, <laughs> if we were to have a game, you got to be ready for anything, right? Right. So, my guy is basically essentially my third quarterback. Okay. I'm going to go with Bryce Jackson. Yep, great pick. Bryce Jackson played receiver um, uh, the year with Jamie Gray, the guy you picked. And talk about some highlight catches. The catch in the state championship game against Batesburg-Leesville where he basically just reaches over the guy's head, tips it back up to himself, collects it, and then rumbles in about 30 yards. Unbelievable. He probably had four or five catches like that during that season. And, And also, again, he played quarterback some. And he was just a great all-around athlete. Yeah. And so uh, he's my pick at, at receiver. I get one more receiver choice. And, again, I'm just going to go on the basis of essential needs. But this guy was a leader. And if you really needed it and if you needed something from him to do, um, he would he could be able to supply what's needed. And, again, he also had some snaps at quarterback. I'm going to go with Levi Culberth. Okay. Levi Culberth um, was part of the years between uh, 2010 and 2012. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he lined up at receiver. He was, a, he was a placeholder. But he also could come in, had to come in and play quarterback sometimes. Um, super smart, knew the system, and uh, you could trust him. So, yeah. uh, again, essentially I got four quarterbacks now. But <laughs> I'm going to go with Levi Culberth. Levi Colbert there uh, for your second pick. I am uh, boy. This is uh, this last pick here is tough. Um, I'm gonna go with Bobby Power as uh, I like the I like the bigger receivers. Right, he was a big guy. Um, you know, in this offense, you got to block on the edge. Yep, and uh, he, he he was tall. I mean, not uh, you know, he probably weighed buck 70 buck 80 but mm-hmm. tall receiver throw the ball up he could go get it but he also blocked well out on the edge you got to have that bobby power my number two pick all right so you got uh ventray belt and bobby power i've got bryce jackson levi Colbert at wide receiver all right so we're going to move to tight ends now tight ends now so i will get a pick here so we're going to go two tight ends right yes so, naturally, it's two tight ends. Um, so, my first pick is a guy who obviously um, played a lot both ways, and he was an essential he was essential guy on both ways, especially his senior year. Mm-hmm. And he's, he, he, he was good on both sides of the ball. Uh, yeah. I think you take him either side, it's a win. Right. But I'm going to go with Andrew Osborne at yeah. tight end because of his size, because of the ability to catch football when he had to get his number called. And – also kind of gives me a little bit of a jump on my defensive line if I needed somebody. <laughs> um, but I like him as a tight end. He, a lot of people forget, you know, he was heralded as a big defensive end, but he played tight end at Presbyterian as well. Yeah. So he was a part of that growth process. And I'm going to go with Andrew Osborne. I can hear Coach Nick now. Come on, Ozzy. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you go back and watch the 2010 yeah. game. He was coming over here getting a bottle of water in between breaks because he was playing both ways. Never left game. the field. Never left the field. 
Uh, hard-nosed player. Uh, my first pick here. Uh, gonna block anybody. And uh, he, he caught when his number was called. Caught a few uh, passes there, and and actually. Uh, did a really good job on special teams uh, when something would break down at an extra point or a field goal. This guy was money. Tillman Allen, who is now playing at Erskine College, is going to be my number one selection at tight end. All right. I like it. I like it. Um, And you get to, you get your second. And my second, uh, I think I'm going to go with Demarcus Robinson. He's another one of those dual guys. Uh, yep. Little offense, little defense. You can count on him to block, catch. Demarcus Robinson is my last tight end off the board. All right, I'm going to go with a guy again, kind of like in the vein of Levi Cobra, if it's somebody who, who you could probably trust out there and, you know, probably a little bit undersized for the position, but – had a lot of experience he was behind a lot of good guys in front of him and had a chance to kind of step up and and take that position his senior year so I'm going to go with uh, my man Cody White Cody White as my other tight end here so two tight ends apiece and we're almost through with our offense here, Benji. We're on a good pace right now. We got to get to the hog models now, now. Now it's time to get dirty. My brethren. It's time to get dirty. So offensive linemen um and basically we're just we're we're grouping all of our offensive linemen together here okay. and we can we can talk specific positions if you want to but you know this to be true offensive linemen are interchangeable they can play any position yeah. or at least they're they're groomed to play whatever position yeah. on the line is needed so we get 10 offensive linemen picks here that's a lot that's a lot and uh i'm going to go I, I get first pick here in offensive linemen so as i look over this massive list of meat here (laughs) um for me you know it's important that you that you start with somebody who can anchor your line and and i immediately go to trey jones i I think you got to go to a guy who was an experienced winner and um, had a had a great season last year and um gives you that that not only that flexibility um to play any spot on the line, but you know, imagine if you really wanted to, we could have seen him on the defensive line a couple times. Yeah, too. absolutely. So I'm gonna go with Trey Jones, my first pick on the offensive line. Man, there's a lot to choose from here. Um, I'm gonna. You said you need to anchor the line, and 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 I agree. Uh, center is a really important position. You got to make the calls. You got to communicate with the whole line. Make sure everybody's on the same page. You got to point out uh, whether. Uh, you got blitzes coming, you know, who's got what gap, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy's tough as nails, work ethic off the charts, smart as as a, as a NASA scientist. I'm going with Connor Nichols, uh, and I know he just graduated, but um, he's, he's kind of what you want a center to be. So I'm taking uh, Connor Nichols with my first pick. All right. And you get to go again. All right, second pick is uh, another guy whose motor does not stop. And uh, again, tough as nails, and uh, one of the one of the better offensive linemen uh, really to ever come through here. Not just all decade team; he might could make all time team, and that's uh, that's gonna be Jake Hill. Yep. Size, speed, smarts. He's he's got it all. And. Uh, Jake Hill and Connor Nichols played on the same line together. So what a combo. And the first three linemen off the board. (laughs) 
graduated this past year. Yeah. That's incredible. Um, all right. I like to have somebody who's got a little attitude. Yeah, absolutely. Somebody who's who's some a little stink. nasty. Yeah, got to have someone some who's not afraid to uh, to push back. And as I was going back watching videos this past week, this guy right here had his nose in on a lot of scrums mm-hmm. uh, and, and had to be admonished a couple of times. <laughs> um, but he was also a leader, and he was part of two state championship teams. And I'm going to go with Thomas Underwood as right. as my next lineman. Uh, again, you know, maybe. Maybe a little bit undersized, but very consistent. And like I said, he was not afraid to to get down and dirty. Um, I think also with, when you think of offensive line, we talk about being you got to be you got to have the size, but you got to also be athletic, mm-hmm. and you got to be able to, uh, to to do some different things there. So I'm going to take um, someone who I think was. For his size, very athletic, and might be one of the more underrated guys, again, um, on this offensive line, and we've had some great ones. I'm going to take a guy by the name of Avery Thomas. He was uh, a part of the uh, 2010 and 11, 12 in that era. Um, Very big guy, and uh, he was also a guy that was not afraid to to scrum it up and get nasty. Great size, and so I'm going to take Avery Thomas. All right, next two picks are on me, and you mentioned the nastiness. Somebody that likes to mix it up, ain't scared to uh, to get their, you know, put their hand in the dirt and just get down with it. And and who else? Uh, I mean, if your nickname's Bruiser, <laughs> you, you you you're a tough dude, right? Right. Bruiser Scott is coming off the board. Yep. Uh, for me, and uh, he was he was fun to watch when he'd get mixing it up out there on the field. And uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Trey McAllister for my next pick. Um, he's not a he's not a 300 pound guy, but uh, again, all work, motor never stops. Versatile, very versatile, could play every position on the line. You got to have that. So Trey McAllister is coming off the board for my next pick. All right. Well, I, I was down to two guys for my next two picks, and if you took one of them, I was going to go with the next person available. So I'm going with Colton Lawless. That's exactly what I was going to say. Colton yeah. Lawless, um, great, great physical kid. Um, had a great senior year, and um, was a great leader. I mm-hmm. think that was one of the things that I admired about him and Trey McAllister. Those guys, they were that senior group was a great leadership oriented group. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Colton Lawless. Um, my next pick. Um, as I sit here and look, I think about just trying to think about guys who I, I thought were really consistent and got a lot of praise from the coaches. I'm going with DeMichael Lassiter. Okay. Better known as Lassie. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, he was a guy that, um, you know, was very consistent and had a lot of experience and, um, I think definitely he, he, he fits the mold here for me. Do I get one or two here? You get two now. Two picks now. Um, we get ten total here. So All right. So I've got four. So here will be, uh, let's see. I'm going to take Trevor Chupp off the board here. Trevor Chupp, again, a uh, no-nonsense, hand-in-the-dirt, going to hit you right in the mouth kind of guy. And that's the kind of guys I like to play on my offensive line. And uh, since we're going to do that, uh, we're also going to take Ben Thomason. And Ben Thomason comes off the board here, and uh, he's another one that just doesn't quit. Man. Yeah, got uh, got a little nasty streak to him. So um, I'm lining up my 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 line is is turning out to be 
bunch of thick dudes that <laughs> like to fight. <laughs> and that's what I want yes. on my offensive line. Yes. You got to be athletic and just a little bit of nasty. Coach yep. Botts used to have a saying for that, but we're recording this in a church, so I'm sure. a refrain. <laughs> sure, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to go with Dylan Holidays for my next pick. Good pick. Dylan uh, was a guy who – who played offensive line, and he was another one 2012. He had to play a lot both ways on defensive line as well. And um, he was uh, he was an All-State wrestler as well. And so um, I, I, I like Dylan. He was a great kid and a very consistent, great leader there. Um, I'm going to go with my next pick here, and I'm going to go with um, a guy who we just – who has said we, we talked about how guys are still playing, so it's kind of kind of a little you know fluctuating, so to speak. Right. But he's a big nasty, mm-hmm. and, and I got to retain some of this meat that you're claiming off the board here. So I'm going with David Sutherland. Yeah, yeah, he's a good pick. And I tell you, I would have already taken him had he not still be playing. Um, yeah. He plays with an attitude, and you got to have that. Yep. So you got two picks in a row now. All right, my next two picks are gonna be. Um, Um, there's so many, there's still so many good players here. Um, let's go with, I'm going to take Matthew Arnold. I'm going to take Matthew Arnold next. They called him Beast. Yep. Um, He was a good one. He was a good one. So Matthew Arnold is off the board and a member of my all-decade team here on the O-line. And, uh, let's, uh. Let's go with Jaquan Thomas as well. Yep, he was a leader on the line, 2010 through to 11. Couple rings, yep. and uh, you know you got to uh, got to respect the rings there. So there you go. There's my uh, there's my next two picks. All right. Well, it's getting thinner and thinner here. That's the first time you'll ever say that about a no lineman. <laughs> right. And I'm sitting here. I'm trying to think now. I may have overshot the gap here. We may we may have to go eight because number wise here. I'm looking at our our numbers here. We might be <laughs> okay. Well, we can move on to DL then. Um, well, how many you got now? You've got, got eight, two, four, six, eight. Yep, I got eight. All right, so I get two more and then we'll move on to DL. Let's and do I, it. All right. So my last two picks on the offensive line, I'm going to take um, I'm going to take Braden McNeil, a young man who. Um, who, who played and finished up in 2012, but was part of the 2011 team, had some uh, success there, and just an all-around good guy. I love him. And I'm going to go and take uh, Brandon Carter as well. Brandon Carter, I need another extra center. And uh, he got some plays. He's also a good long snapper. Yeah, got to have that. Got to look for that, right? Yep, and so I'm going to take uh, I'm gonna take Brandon Carter here. So that, that gives us eight uh, offensive linemen here. Um, is that right or did you got seven? I got eight. Okay. All right. So I think we're square on that. So my eight OL right now looks like this: Connor Nichols, Jake Hill, Bruiser Scott, Trey McAllister, Trevor Chuck, Ben Thomas, and Matthew Arnold and Jaquan Thomas. I can win with those guys. I, I agree with that. I think it's I think it's very doable. Um, I got Trey Jones, Thomas Underwood, Avery Thomas, DeMichael Lasseter, Dylan Holiday, Davis Sutherland, Brandon Carter, and Braden McNeil. Nastiness. Um, so a lot of nastiness, <laughs> a lot of meat there. 
All right, so that pretty much puts us through offense here. And now we're going to go over into uh, defensive line. Now, defensive line, again, here, let's, uh, we're, going, we're going to cap this at eight since we had eight offensive linemen, and then we'll, we'll tally up as we, as we go here. Now, let me ask this question. Defensive sure. ends and defensive tackles are both considered Correct. the D-line here, right? Correct. Correct. So, so you would technically so, want two of each. Yep. So four of each. Yeah, exactly. So as best best well served as you can. Right. And uh, again, from the list that we have here. All right. So I believe you get first pick here. All right. First. No pick. pressure. Yeah. No pressure. And at mind all. you, now we already picked some guys who could have been on this part of the list too. So yeah. Matter of fact, I'm gonna go ahead and mark them off because we've already picked them um, on the offensive line. So. I mean, number one pick coming off for me on the DL. I mean. Guys played in the NFL, right? <laughs> Keenan Gilchrist. I don't. I don't know how how I could uh, not take him uh, first. But I mean, he. I know he played some tight ends too at Abbeville, but uh, you know he he really garnered enough attention on the defensive side of the ball. Take a career to Appalachian State, where he really soared right. and uh, has has played in the NFL, CFL. And uh, is just an all-around great guy as well. So Keenan Gilchrist is my number one defensive lineman pick. Um, can't argue with that. Um, definitely uh, just a great all-around player, great all-around leader. I'm perplexed here because <laughs> I've got two picks in a row, and I'm thinking, you know, do you do you keep guys together that have that have played together, or do you try to? To really make it a fantasy deal and try to hope for a mixed match here, um, and, and and not knowing which what your thinking is on things, for me I got to go with a guy who was a part of the last three years, and somebody who just evolved and kept growing and kept growing and became a huge factor. I got to go with Carson Smith. Yeah, great pick. Um, Carson Smith also a guy who had to come in and play some fullback in yeah. some uh, short yarder situations, and he could play offensive line as well. Yeah. Um, so Carson Smith would be my first defensive lineman here. And um, keeping with the nastiness and the repetitiveness of having somebody in there, uh, give me um, this guy right here, um, the man himself, Ardarius Burton. Because I need somebody who's a filler. Yeah. And he's got the quickness to get behind the line of scrimmage and make a big play. And uh, I, I thought he had a, had a great year last year. So, Carson Smith, Ardarius Burton, off the board for me. Well, you just took my defensive tackle, and I'm not real happy about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, man. All right. Uh, so, let's go back uh, to the defensive ends here, and I'm going to take my next pick is, uh, again, motor never quit, long, athletic, uh, can get around the offensive tackle, can, can uh, fit run gaps, Nate Temple, is uh, going to come off. He, I've seen him, especially in the state championship game against Barnwell. Mm -hmm. That opening drive, you knew from the very first snap of their opening drive yeah. that Nate Temple was not going to be blocked that day. Exactly. So I'm taking Nate off the board. Good pick. With my second pick there. And, uh, I need uh, I need a I need a wide body here on uh, on my defensive line. I need a I need a tackle. Um, boy, this is tough. 
let's go um, let's go AJ Bolden uh, for defensive tackle there. Okay. And uh, you know he's gonna he's gonna fill some gaps and do it with some attitude. So uh, that's that's where I'm going with my next pick. Okay. All right, so I get two picks in a row. I personally reached out to this next guy, asked him, where did you want to be on my roster if I had a chance to get you? And he said, D-line. Okay. Because he was D-line and linebacker. Okay. But I'm going to go ahead and, and, and give me somebody else on the other end, at defensive end, who athletic enough could get to the passer, could drop back if needed to, and also could kind of be that kind of like that bandit kind of player. Yeah. I'm going to go with Wody Goodwin. Yeah. Wody Goodwin is my next pick, uh, solid player. And, again, part of a, a group of guys that was together for a long period of time mm-hmm. had a lot of success. My next guy might surprise you, but if you know Coach Nichols and you know defensive lines, he loves what he calls a little nickel nose. Yeah. And this was a guy that I saw on tape this past, this past weekend who I forgot how not only good he was, but how quick and deceptive he was and how many big plays he made. I'm going with C.J. Martin. C.J. Martin. C.J. Martin, who single-handedly – Shut down Chesterfield. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was my uh, I was that was my coin flip between AJ Bolden and CJ Martin. There, that was the two that I was uh, I, I coin flipped on there. So uh, that's that's a good pick. All right, so you got two picks now. Two more picks here. Um, this guy just just graduated, and uh, well, gosh, I don't know where to go with this. I just don't know what to do. This is too hard. There's too many good players. Um, <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's go with uh, – give me D. Harris. I need to get D. Harris on the board here, another wide body. He's going to fill some gaps for me. He's going to do it with attitude and some athleticism. So uh, there's my uh, there's my next pick. There All right, and then D. you got to – you got another one here. I got one more ahead of me here, so uh, let's go back to uh, let's get uh, let's get DJ Jackson off the board as well. Defensive end there, great first step and uh, a heck of a player as well. So uh, D Harris and DJ Jackson come off the board for me. All right, um, I got to go to this guy here who was um, not only. Um, could play linebacker, but coming off the edge could kind of give you somebody with some speed and had the size to where he can match up with some hog mollies on the outside. I'm going to go with Johnny Gillibo. Johnny Gillibo. Gives me another guy, a flex kind of athletic guy who can yeah. who can do some different things. And um, I, I just liked watching him this past weekend on film and realized how, how good he got in the late stages. Um, I'm going to go back to uh, filling out some big bodiness up in there um because you know you gotta have it and um i'm gonna go with uh, a guy who only got to play one year uh i think on varsity Mm -hmm. but uh he he took up a lot of space as well and that's my big man justin woods justin woods 2010 um with big wide body and uh you know there was a situation in that game a couple times where they had goal line stands yeah and they had a jumbo package and on the defensive line, you had Keenan Gilchrist, Demarcus Robinson, uh, Justin Woods. You had Trey McAllister, Colton Lawless. I mean, nasty. Yeah, yeah. I say. Uh, um, so I'm gonna go with Justin Woods there for my next defensive lineman. 
All right, I've got five, so I get uh, two more here, right? Um, or one more. How's this? Let's work? say you should have six. You don't. You have six. Two, three, four, five. I got five. Okay, so we have we have eight. I think we can get. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, you get the last pick, I guess. Okay, let's uh, let's go back to. Um, You know, this guy really only had one one year on varsity as well, but I, I got to watch him close and to watch his progression and and how he uh, how he dominated uh, certain aspects of the game. They called him Big Gus, but we're gonna go with Demarius Hill. Yep, right here. Um, and he's a uh, uh, I think he graduated well just this past year, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, but Big Gus right there, he could uh, he could eat up some space as well. And then I get another pick, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go with uh, uh, Martavius Jones, defensive end. Tall, lanky. Tall, get to the corner, just, uh, uh, you know, and drop back into space if needed. But uh, could also rush the quarterback. And, uh, and, and that wingspan right there really seals the edge, which is what you want a defensive end to do. So I'm taking Martavius Jones here. All right, so I get my final two picks, and then I'll leave you with one pick left. Yes. So I'm going to I'm going to take DJ Aiken off the board, who was another good big body guy. He could slip him out on the edge if he yep. needed to. Um, I liked his play, and then um, I'm going to go with another guy who was pretty consistent and and, and maybe just a little bit underrated, Quincy Agnew. Quincy Agnew. I think I think he was was a, a solid consistent player as well so that gives me my final all right uh i got one more pick here and i am gonna go with uh devin dawson uh defensive tackle here uh with my uh last selection here on the defensive line so we should have eight apiece then Yes, Correct. I have eight. Two, right. four, six, eight. Yeah. So I'm going to read my, my defensive lineman, my eight defensive lineman here. I've got Carson Smith, Ardarius Burton, Wody Goodwin, C.J. Martin, Johnny Gillibo, Justin Woods, D.J. Aiken, and Quincy Agnew. My D-line looks like uh, Keenan Gilchrist, Nate Temple, A.J. Bolden, D. Harris, D.J. Jackson, uh, Big Gust, Marius Hill, uh, Martavis Jones, and Devin Dawson. All right, so what we're going to do here is we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to pause this first part and conclude it, and then we're going to come back. We're going to finish out our defense here, get our special teams situated, and then uh, we're going to draw up our, our, our first 11 on both sides if we had to start a game tomorrow. Let's do it. And uh, we'll do that in part two. So don't go anywhere. Keep on listening. Part two coming on your way. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to part two here, LWE Podcast, our Abbeville Panther football fantasy draft, celebrating the successful seasons of 2010 through 2019 for Abbeville Panther football. I am joined by the legendary one and only Mr. Benji Greason, and we have made our way through the roster so far. We are drafting a 50-man roster 
from the talent assembled, the great talent assembled over those 10 years with Abbeville football. And we have made our way all the way into the defensive side of the ball where we just finished up defensive linemen. Now we're going into our linebackers, our defensive backs, and then also special teams as well. And uh, we'll quickly go back. We'll go back over all the all the picks that we've had so far. Basically what we're doing is we're doing a fantasy draft. We're going position by position, and basically we're doing it in a snake format. So as we get ready to start this part two, uh, we're at the linebacker position, so we're going to get we get a cap on the number of players we get per position. So for linebackers, we're going to have four linebackers that we can pick, and so basically, I'll get the first pick here. Benji will get two picks in a row, and then it'll come back to me for two picks in a row until we both get our four picks. If that makes sense. And again, this is not a favoritism. I didn't put this disclaimer up at at, at the top of the program. <laughs> this is definitely not a favoritism. Uh, popularity contest. We, we definitely don't want to be eat up with emails and, and letters from parents and, and rabid fans. Mama, I know your baby was good. Yep. yep. <laughs> All mama's to, babies were good, we and, and it was good. We wanted to do something that was fun, entertaining, and we create some fun conversation because Lord knows we need a distraction from reality yes. now more than ever, and, and also in the hopes of really kind of pushing forward in the hopes that we have a football season to talk about. So we thought it would be good to go back and just take these guys and – Let's put them on paper, and if, uh, if if Benji lined up on one side and I lined up on one side with these teams, how would it look? What would it look like? And then you guys get to discuss, and you can discuss, whereas we're not really picking a truly all-decade team, but we're giving you kind of a, a flavor here of a format. And uh, if we were able to create this on Madden, <laughs> right. this would be our teams, and this is how we would go. I already like my team. They'd be favored over the Cleveland Browns today. <laughs> I, I really think there's did. probably four so. teams in the NFL we could probably yeah. we could probably say both these teams probably could, could line up with. All right, so we're at linebacker, Benji. Um, and, again, uh, a lot of great talent here. And um, when you think about linebackers at Abbeville High School, you think about the quarterbacks of the defense, the guys that have to keep everything organized, the guys yeah. that have got to be able to, to do multiple things, put pressure on the quarterback, um, but also be able to uh, – to fill up the middle and um, and then hold a receiver running back coming out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of responsibilities there. So my first pick, uh, I'm going to go with a guy who who kind of had to be thrust in because of a depth issue his first year and was a young kid and took that time to develop and was able to uh, grow into a pretty special player by his senior year. I'm going to go with the man himself, Mr. Doobie DuBose. Yep, good pick. I'm going to go with Doobie DuBose as my first linebacker off the board. And, uh, again, just a a kid that he grew up as a ball boy. Like many of these guys, we don't talk about that enough. A lot of these guys were ball boys, so they grew up around a lot of these guys together. Uh, So I'm going to go with Doobie DuBose as my first linebacker. So you get two picks in a row now. All right. Um, I'm going to go with uh, D. Graham. Um, Good pick. D. Graham off the board. Board. Good pick. And I'm also going to go with Tyreek Campbell. Um, uh, I got to uh, get to know both of these guys a little bit, interview them and uh, be around them and watch them play. I want a linebacker that's going to absolutely stick his nose in there and uh, not shy away from contact, uh, initiate the contact, yeah. and uh, be able to uh, read their keys on defense, fly around, attack the ball, and uh, and really know the scheme. And both of those guys are really, really good at that. So, D. Graham and Tyreek Campbell are off the board. All right. My next pick, I'm going to go back to uh, the 2010 team. And I'm going to pick a guy who 
who was very athletic, uh, was very smooth and consistent on the field, and he was in and around a lot of plays. I'm going to go with Chris Butler as my next pick for a linebacker, um, a guy who was uh, was a really good athlete, also a contributor on the basketball team as well. And then if I have to insist on some nastiness, some swag, some Ben Bolwer-esque kind of flavor. Got to have it. You got to give me Luke Evans. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just a given there. I got to have Luke on my team. Uh, Tell Luke to go find the ball, and usually he does. Right. (laughs) Exactly right. I'm going with Luke Evans. All right. uh, Back to me. Two uh, picks for you. Two picks for me, and we're going to take Nigel Coleman off the board here. Um, Another uh, hard-nosed guy. And uh, flies all over the place. So we're going to put him on the team. And uh, we are also going to. Uh... Oh, Charles Holback, right there. Yeah. Charlie! Yeah. I uh, didn't see his name at first. He might would have came off a little sooner. But uh, again, these are being drafted in no particular order. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> kind of, but not yes. really. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Nigel Coleman, uh, remind me, what year did, uh, he graduate? I don't, uh, was that a third, 15, 15, 16 or 16? Yeah. Anyway, he's got a ring and, uh, uh, big contributor there. And then Charles Holback as well. So, uh, yeah, that's my, there's all my linebackers. All right. Um, I get one more pick cause we only, we're, we're right now, we're just capping off at four linebackers. Uh, so again, I'm gonna take um, I'm gonna take somebody from the recent years and a guy who was very consistent, Mr. Jock Norman. Yeah, uh, big, thick kid, uh, but he could fly around and um, he can make some plays as well. So I'm gonna go with Jock Norman as my pick. And again, we are basically gonna have some room to pick up some additional players when we get through with all this. So just keep that in mind as you've been listening to this, listening to part one, part two. Um, again, you know, lots of players here. A lot of players are going to be left off the board. And, you know, it's not by design. It's just the way we're doing it mm-hmm. because nobody else came up with this idea first. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So, My Benji. Game and we make the rules. <laughs> much, Benji, much like the running back pool. Yeah. Is there any better, anything better than looking at this defensive back pool? Oh, man, it's an all-star Because team. you got defensive backs. You got guys that can play receiver. You got guys that can run out of the backfield. I mean, it's a little bit of everything. I did add one name that we left off. Um, All right. So if you want to write that there, um, just to put there, since we necessarily and and that player can still be used somewhere else too. So, um, so you get the first pick, my friend. No pressure at all because. Again, you're looking at cornerbacks, you're looking at safeties here, and the combination of all of the above. So, depending on how you want to do this. And, and by the way, you know, we look at the guys we picked on offense, some of those guys can play both ways. So, True. you already got Ben Trey Belton, so you got a legit, le- legitimate safety on your team already. Right, so. right. But we're just going official, official here. Uh, this guy could, uh, could, could, could run anybody on the field down. Uh, I saw him make play after play. He's what I would consider a lockdown corner. And uh, he's got a handful of uh, of rings to boot. Uh, Tay Rayford is going to come off the board for me first. Just speed, 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 and more speed. Athleticism, and he never really let anybody uh, get away from him there. So uh, Tay Rayford is coming off the board as uh, my first DB. All right. Well, I'm going to go. I get two picks here. 
And I'm going to go with with a guy who was a, a, a essential leader. Um, I'm actually quite, quite surprised you didn't take him first. I, well, I know where you're going, um, and now I'm mad. I didn't think uh, you was going to pick him first. You know, you got to do your homework sometimes here, Benji. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, what can you say about this guy? I mean, he was he was – he was a two-time champion. He was a multi-sport player, a great leader, went on to have a great college career, is doing great things within the community he's working in now. And um, he would hate me if I don't take him first. So I'm going with Reggie Thomas yeah. as, my, as my first defensive back off the board um, here on the fantasy draft roster that we were doing. Um, and now I get a second pick in a row here, and I'm going to go with a guy who in some ways you could consider him underrated. But he was an influential, influential part of some of the teams that went down 2015, 2016, and he was very consistent. He had to overcome some injuries as well. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Sterling Agnew. It's a great pick. Sterling Agnew is my next pick. Great pick. And so now you get two picks in a row here. I get two picks. All right, I'm taking uh, Kelvin DeVoe off the board there. Um, he ended up having a really good career at uh, Coastal, yep. Carolina. Um if I can spell the bow. All right, there we go. And, and just don't forget, your list runs onto another page here. <laughs> so if you if you forget over here on this oh, side. Oh, I, did, I didn't even see that. All right. <laughs> I'm trying to be fair here. You I'm are trying to be fair, fair and balanced. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, and, and I'm going to take a guy, again, this recent um, here with my next pick. And uh, if if your daughter was, was going to marry a guy, mm-hmm. you would want her to marry a guy like David Cobb. Yeah. David Cobb. Not only a great football player, but a great person. Yeah, and solid. Absolute. Now he's serving our country in the armed force. I think he's in the air force, and uh, he's all over the country, all over the world. Uh, David Cobb, big interception in the. Uh, well, it was a state touchdown. Yeah, yeah, Marvel game. Yeah, it was actually the play that flipped that game. Yeah, he went ninety whatever it was yards, and David Cobb had a bunch of plays like that uh, his senior year. So I'm taking David Cobb uh, with my next selection. Alrighty, or as Coach Nick would call him, Cobby. So that gives you how many right now? That gives I got you three. Three. Okay, so I get two picks in a row here. Man, the greatness that I'm looking at here. All right, I got to go with uh, another guy. He was a leader. He was consistent. He was a multi-time champion. And guess what, Benji? Shocker. Also, a guy who could play quarterback if I needed him. <laughs> I'm going with Tay Tay Martin. Tay Tay Martin. Tay Tay Martin, part of that backfield with Reggie Thomas. Um, great kid as well. Yeah. Um, great all around athlete. His daddy was a great player. And uh, Tay Tay just, you know, a lot of respect for him for, uh, you know, coming off, being able to play that quarterback position when it was needed, but really was uh, a great defender in the secondary and especially 2012 when the depth maybe wasn't as good as it was the previous two years. He had to play a lot of minutes. So right. I'm going with Tay-Tay Martin. Um, my next pick, uh, hey, you know, I, I think I may have a theme developing here, but I, I'm, I'm staying pretty pretty limber and flexible here. <laughs> I got to get my man Jalen Shuler off the oh, board. Oh, you took my next guy, man. That was I got to get my man Jalen Shuler off the board. Because this is a guy who I can cheat with. He's my he's my X man and my X factor, like an Isaiah Simmons. Yep. I can bring him up. I can drop him back. He yep. can do a little bit of everything. Does it and, all. and I still think he can catch about five to ten patches passes for me for a touchdown. Absolutely. If I needed him, so I'm going with Jalen Schuler. Yeah, you stole that one right out from under me there. Sorry, that was, that was my next pick, but. That's how the game goes. Uh, Lamar Oakley has got to come off the board for me here. 
Um, I'm going to add him. Another, uh, just another great cornerback. Does, you know, does a lot of things uh, really, really well. Had some returns as yeah. well in the returning game. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I like somebody that's going to light you up every now and then <laughs> as well. You know, you got to have that guy, which, you know, uh, DeVoe would do, David Cobb. I mean, all these guys would, would hit you. Um. So I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at the next uh, my next pick here, and I'm trying to go over all these names. Everybody that would really stick their nose in it. I tell you, uh, uh, hmm. You know what? I'm gonna take Malik Leach. Okay. I'm gonna take Malik Leach with my next pick here, and. Uh, what a player. Yep. What a kid. Yep. And I'm going to leave it at that. Yep. Um. So we're going through here, and, uh, again, a lot of great players here to take to, to take a look at. And um, we get eight total defensive backs here. I got um, five total now. Yep. I'm at four, so I get two picks in a row here. Um, I got to go with um, this guy because of um, – Again, flexibility, a guy who is very athletic and can also help me in some other areas if I needed to, uh, Cruz Temple. Yeah. Talking about somebody who will knock your head off. Right. Uh, You need a headhunter back there. The physicality that he plays with is just really fun to watch. And so, so, and again, he can slide up, play that linebacker spot, but I would put him in that defensive backfield Mm -hmm. to kind of clear out the middle for me if needed. Um, And then my next guy – I'm going to go with, um, again, I always like underrated guys, guys that just kind of slip through the the process and and nobody really thinks about them sometimes. But also a guy who had a lot of length to him Mm -hmm. and could cover a lot of space and play safety in corner. I'm going to go with Sedarian Terry. Okay, good pick. Sedarian Terry. Remember he had the – was it was it him that had the big scoop at the goal line? I think is that Shaw. Yeah. Um, and took it to the house. So he's got the speed as well. So, so Darian Terry, off the board for me. That gives me six now. All right, I'm gonna take Rod Marshall with my next uh, with my next pick. So that would give me two, four, six. All right, and one more. Um, but yeah, Rod Mar- another guy that would you know stick his nose in there, and uh, some more speed on the back end here. Give me Gabe Calhoun. Yep. Uh, Gabe Calhoun can pick him up, put him down, and uh, he's he's about a prototypical size, you know, yep. for a uh, for a DB there. So Gabe Calhoun comes off the board, and uh, I only have one selection left. All right, so I get two picks in a row. Um, I'm going to go with Tyquan Moore, who was not only a state champion football player, but a state champion basketball player and a guy who was also very smooth at his position. And he could tote the rock if he needed it right. as well when called upon. And then I'm going to go with Kadarius Gillibo, Maine, yeah. off, the, off the board here. Uh, again, another guy. I, I like my lengthy secondary guys. If yeah. you haven't picked up on what I'm doing there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to go with him um, as well. And so that will give me my final eight there. All right, uh, uh, this guy will stick his nose in there and mix it up too, and uh, he proved that just this past year there. Uh, Jeremiah Lomax, 
is uh, made some big plays, had some nice interceptions. Uh, Jeremiah Lomax there off the board. All right, so if you want to go through, read your defensive backs. My defensive backs are Tay Rayford, Kelvin DeVoe, David Cobb, uh, Lamar Oakley, Malik Leach, Rod Marshall, Gabe Calhoun, and Jeremiah Lomax. All right, and my defensive backfield, Reggie Thomas, Sterling Agnew, Tay-Tay Martin, Jalen Shuler, Cruz Temple, Sedarian Terry, Taquan Moore, and Quadarius Gillibo. And that takes us through our DBs. And so now we we have a decision to make here. We're down to our kickers, yep. special special team specialists. Right. Um, you can do either one or two here if you want to do that. Okay. Um, if you figure up our totals here. Now, we're, we're trying to keep a 50-man roster. So as I look at it here, 10, 12, 20, 28, 32. Right now we stand at 40 players. So that leaves us room to go back and pick some players. So you can do you can get you two kickers. You can do one kicker. Okay. Um, so... You is it my is I get the first pick? Because um, I did linebackers and you did. Yep, yep. You get the first pick. Uh, Dylan Buford. Yeah, that was quick, huh? Um, <laughs> thank you very much. And yeah. I'm gonna stay with one. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go with Dylan. Well, that's all you need. You can kick and punt. Yep. Dylan's an impressive player, man. He had uh, over eighty percent uh, for a career in a touchback uh, on kickoffs, which is just an incredible, incredible. Uh, feet there and a huge leg that's a great pick right off the board there um and uh i'm going with troy can troy can will be my be my kicker there and uh so there you go all right so basically right now that gives us you help me here if i'm if my math's off because i even with homeschooling i struggle (laughs) um 9, 13, 21, 29, 31, 33, 30. I got 41 players yep. as we sit right now. Correct. So that gives us nine players. Yeah. So we can go back three. And what we're going to do. At large, huh? What we're going to do is we're just um, we're going to do another coin toss here. We'll call this the supplemental draft, okay. part of the draft. And this is a free-for-all. You can go any position, any player, and, and fill out your roster with those final nine players. So I'm going to let you, since I had the first pick, I'm going to let you be the one to call this. All right. Man, that's going to be tails. Round and round she goes. Yep. Tails it is. Boy, you've owned the coin toss. I have. Um, All right, so you got the whole pool to choose from here now. Yeah. Boy, there's still a lot Nine left. players. Um, hard runner, quick as a hiccup. Give me Tyrell Haddon. I like it. I like it. Um, that gives me offense and defensive uh, – you know, flexibility there as well. Yep. And um I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna go offensive lineman here. And I'm gonna go with Jake Adams. Good pick, good pick. Offensive lineman here, so I'm gonna write him in. I'm also going offensive line and I'm taking Jacob Stone. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back to my linebacker core. I'm gonna grab the up and comer. I'm going with Ty Cade. Oh, he is. Uh, he's not be, be the future. He's gonna be something special. That is no had a great joke. had a great out, out kind of a breakout season Freshman. here, <laughs> yeah, and uh, has a lot of potential here. So I'm going with Ty Cade here. So let me keep up here. So we so we're down so we're down to seven players apiece now here. Right? Is that that's, right? That's right. Um, 
And we're just doing back and forth. We're not doing snake here. So. Yeah. And you took, uh, yeah, you, he's off the board as a wide receiver. So, uh, you know what? Well, hmm. We'll, uh, we'll go back to the, uh, we'll go back to the running back room here. And, uh, I'm going to take another, yeah, I'm going to take another running back. Give me Josh Coates. Yep. Josh Coates off the board. So now, and, uh, you said we were taking nine each, right? Yep. I got six left. All right. So my next player, I'm going to shadow you here in the running back room. I'm going to go get Navi Marshall, another guy who's another um, up and comer. Up and, comer. Yep. and, and I really, really stepped up big uh, in the season. Had had a tough early start. Mm-hmm. Kind of took him a while to get going, but once he got it and figured everything out, uh, he was he was a solid player at running back here. So I got Navi Marshall in my backfield too. That leaves us with I think we're six players now. Let's go back to uh, defensive side of the ball for me. I'm gonna take Tyree Collier off the defensive side there. All right. Another linebacker and uh, can uh, can do a little bit of everything. Can be DB linebacker or put your hand in the dirt. Just a versatile player. Um, I'm gonna go to my defensive backfield here and another guy who was not only good in the defensive backfield, but also a guy who was great on special teams. I'm going with Mac Agnew. Mac Agnew. You know, if we were really popular, a lot more popular than we think we are, we could we could like autograph these and put them on a raffle somewhere. But, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> oh sure. Uh, <laughs> um, we could get you know maybe, maybe. There's uh, uh let's go back defense. I'm gonna take uh, Kidorian Howland off the board here. Defense heavy here, it looks like, but that's just kind of the way it's uh, all right. So that gives you how many? I got five now, okay. So I'm on, I'm on pick five as well. Um, hmm, now it gets interesting. I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with another guy who, who could, who could could go both ways. He could be a defensive back or a running back, but a great all-around athlete, Tron Morton. Good pick. Tron uh, stepped up, had a couple of years there with state championships, and um, kind of had to step up and fill a void there, running back uh, his last year as well. So I'm going to take Tron Morton. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have him as a DB, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to consider him another running back for me. Um. Just looking at these guys, you see how many guys that could go either way. Right. Oh, my gosh. It's scary. Is Sylvester Harris not off the board? Nope, not off the board unless you want him now. It is now. Unless you want him. Sylvester Harris, another uh, just athletic dude. Um, And we'll welcome him over to my side of the fence here. Okay. All right, so that leaves us now. We got three more apiece. Three more apiece. Whew. Um, I feel like I got to go grab um, another linebacker, and how I left him off the first time around, 
is my mistake, but I'm taking Breon Brown at linebacker. Because this is a guy who was uh, 2010 again, team. 2010, 2011, and uh, was very consistent linebacker. One of the leader in tackles mm-hmm. and a great player. So I take Breon Brown as my next pick there. And that leaves us with final three. No pressure. Final three. All right. Uh, this Somebody's going to go home empty handed here tonight. This is going to be the second set of brothers uh, on the team here. But uh, this guy, is, he'll stick his nose in there too. And uh, he's, he's very swift footed uh, in the defensive backfield going James Hatton. Yep. Right. Um, I'm trying to see where I need some uh, some depth at here. <laughs> hmm. Call it what you may. Um, I think I'm gonna go. Um, let's see here. I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna get another linebacker. And this is a guy who. Again, a lot of people may not remember, but he he was a guy that it took him a while to kind of catch hold, but it was a tough year in 2014, but he was a strong leader on the defense at linebacker. I'm going to take Carter McNeil. He was a guy that really, I thought, improved every year, and by his senior year, he was one of the most consistent players on that defense. So. I'm going to take Carter McNeil for linebacker. And that leaves me with two left. And that's, you got two left as well? I do. I do. Getting down to it here. Um, Man, there's so many names off the board here already. Uh, uh, Versatile guy running back. Uh, can catch out of the backfield, even uh, return punts uh, and whatnot if you need him. But uh, Robin Crawford comes off the board here. I think he very quietly ended his senior year with about 15 touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's another one that really stepped up and stepped in when Courtney Jackson uh, got hurt in that uh, Hartsville game. Uh, Robin Crawford kind of. Uh, help fill the gap that year as well. All right, so I'm looking at things here um, as we are down to the nitty-gritty here. I've got two more picks. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get me another defensive lineman. I'm going to get Demarius Lee and take him off the board here. And that comes down to our final pick here. And uh, this what we call the uh, the random supplemental draft here. Right. And this will fill out our 50-man roster here. So the final pick, what do you do? Where do you go? Uh, there's, a, uh, there's a lot here. All right, I'll tell you what I'm going to do here. I'm going to take this guy. He's versatile. I don't like picking the younger guys. <laughs> but I've seen him take snaps at center. I've seen him looking like Hunter Renfro out there as wide receiver. Thomas Buford's got to come off the board right here. Yep. Good, good player. Good athlete. Absolutely. And uh, like I said, all decade teams, I don't like to pick current players, but with the pool that we, there's just, I mean, you know, we we just picked 100 players basically. Yeah. uh, Over the last 10 years. So, 
Um, y'all don't get mad at us. <laughs> don't get mad. Don't be mad with me. Um, I'm I'm torn with my final pick here because I'm looking at linebacker and defensive back because I'm looking at athletes here that can do a lot of extra things if I needed to. But just looking at consistency and this guy, and, and again, a two-time champion um, doing what he did, give me Tevin Boyd. Tevin Boyd, he was in there with Reggie Thomas, mm-hmm. Rod Marshall and those guys, Tay-Tay Martin. So give me Tevin Boyd as my final pick here. Um, and that'll round us out here. So, man, un- unbelievable. Unbelievable the talent. First of all, let's just say this. Unbelievable the depth of talent if you look at, because legitimately, I think Wayne Bott said it best, you could go five deep at every position. Yep. And any you could trust any member of that five to start, and you could roll with that, those guys. Yeah. <laughs> And what you do. Um, we've got to come up with a name for our teams here. Mm. Um, I'm going to go Team LEE just because it's a, it's, a, it's a brand thing. You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, is this the Southern Fried Panthers here? Is that you, what we're doing? You could do that. <laughs> you know, Panthers and Wildcats have been kind of part of the, yeah. the lore here of mascots. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's whatever you want to do here. Um, so, we've we basically picked a 50-man roster apiece. Mm-hmm. We have all positions covered. And now, I'm going to flip the paper. And this is what I'm going to flip the paper to do. We're going to make it really interesting now. Because, again, we, we, we're doing this strictly out of fun. And we're also doing it as if we really had the obligation of picking two teams. Right. And then we're going to go down here. And you can say we're playing for charity. Or you say we're playing for pride. Or whatever you want to do. But we got two teams that are going to go at it. So, we got to figure out a starting 11 on offense and defense. Uh, to go up against each other. So, I, you're already over there diagramming here. Yeah, I'm diagramming. I got the offense and defense already lined up here. And uh, this is not easy because we just we – just, <laughs> it, just it almost means we, we should always just leave it up for, for discussion for somebody else. Yeah, I mean, we just chose two uh, graduating classes here, basically. And uh, so, this is not – this is not an easy task. But uh, – All right, so I took I took Jamie Gray and J.D. Moore at quarterback. Those were my two picks, and then uh, and then at running back, I've got Ashton Hurd, Dooley Sanders, Dominic Washington, Red Scott, O'Brien Wilson, and Jermaine Blackwell. Um, at wide receiver, I've got Ventre Belton and Bobby Power. Tight end, I got Tillman Allen, Demarcus Robinson. Then I got three million offensive linemen and defensive linemen here, but uh, yeah, this is uh, this is going to be tougher filling out this uh, this team here than it is uh, to actually draft them. All right, well, I'm gonna, I'm going to do you the benefit of the doubt here, and I'm gonna, I'm going to go ahead and, and lace up my my starting eleven here. All right, I got and you. I'm going to go starting eleven on my offense first. Okay, okay. So at quarterback. My starting 11, I'm going to go ahead and give the nod here to Joseph Battle as my starter. If I had to, uh, if I had to name a starting lineup. All right, my three running backs, Courtney Jackson, obviously is going to get the nod. Um, I'm going to go with Junior Rapley. And just to, again, uh, 
for fun's sake, because some of these guys never played with each other. Right. For funsies, funsies, mm-hmm. I'm going to go Quay Watt. All right. So a little bit heavy, heavy package early in my backfield, but I like it. All right, offensive lineman at tackle, I'm going to go with Trey Jones. At guard, I'm going to go with Avery Thomas. Center, I'm going to go with uh, Thomas Underwood. Um, my other offensive lineman, I'm going to go with Dylan Holiday. And then I'm going to go Colton Lawless. That's my five D lineman. My tight end, I'm going with Andrew Osborne. And then my receiver is Bryce Jackson. So if I had to pick my start, my starting 11, and just because I want to see a good mixture of guys that didn't play with each other, that's what I'm going to go with on offense. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and do defense. I'm going to give you some more time to think here. My 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 four starting defensive linemen that I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Carson Smith, Ardarius Burton, going with uh, going with Wody Goodwin, and give me my nickel nose. I'm going with my C.J. Martin. <laughs> All right, my linebackers, I'm going to go in with Doobie DeBose in my starting lineup. I'm going with going to go with uh, let's see. I'm going to go with Chris Butler just to kind of mix it up a little bit. And at another linebacker, go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and stick um, I'm going to stick Luke Evans in there. Nice. As my starting linebackers. DBs. Reggie Thomas. In at DB to start off with. Uh, I'm going Sterling Agnew. I'm going Tay-Tay Martin. And just because I would love to see a good hybrid mixture, I'm going to put um, I'm going to put Jalen Shuler in there too. That's my starting 11 on defense. It's tough. That is tough. But right. I think you can. I think you can square up there with me. Across the O line, I have got some. Uh, I got some heavy hitters in here, and I moved some guys around from position because, well, I'll explain in a second. Uh, Trey McAllister is going to be my left tackle. Ben Thomason, who's played center, he's going to left guard. Connor Nichols is going to be my center. We got Bruiser Scott at right guard and Jake Hill at, at, at right tackle. So that is. That's a wall of of nasty meat right there. <laughs> yep. Yep. Tillman Allen's my starting tight end. Uh, Ventre uh, Belton is going to be my wide receiver. Jamie Gray is my starting quarterback. I got Ashton Hurd as the uh, as one wing back. I've got Dominic the Bus Washington at my fullback spot, and I got Dooley Sanders at my other running back spot. So. That's a backfield of Jamie Gray, the bus, Ashton, and Dooley. That's pretty sick right there. Uh, defensively across the line, Keenan Gilchrist at one defensive end, Nate Temple at the other. Got D. Harris and uh, Demarius Hill uh, on my, as my DTs. Linebackers are D. Graham, Charles Hallback, and Tyree Campbell. Give me Tay Rayford on one outside or on the uh, as cornerback. Kelvin DeVoe at the other corner. 
and uh, David Cobb and Lamar Oakley is going to do my safeties back there. So there is my offensive of speed and on defensive uh, uh, all decade team, according yep. <laughs> to, to our draft. To our draft. And uh, again, we uh, we basically did this as a as a fantasy draft, as a as a fun idea for conversation. And now that's you, the good listeners, whoever may listen to this in the next few days. You can you can you can obviously look at how difficult the decision would be to just pick a straight all decade team Oof. across the board. Not an easy decision at all. Uh-uh. So we we thought we could just split it up a little bit and also give some good conversation, some debates. And I guarantee you a lot of these players are gonna be talking smack now oh, yeah. about what it would be like to go up against each other. And about us. And and, <laughs> and, and and we'll probably get some feedback too. But again, remind you that we picked these kind of with the way we set it up. We set it up with a with every other position, we did all the position groups in, in order, mm-hmm. and we did a snake format. So sometimes we had picks back to back. So uh, I think it actually balances it out. If you look up and down these two teams, if you said I had to put together a Garner and a White game tomorrow, yeah, I think these two teams are pretty well balanced, pretty even on paper. These two teams would sell some tickets, and they would sell tickets. <laughs> Absolutely. Give me the poster. There <laughs> Give is. me the T-shirt. I'm all in. There is so much speed and power and football smarts and, and, and honestly, a lot of really just good people. Good uh, kids, man. Yeah, all you know, over these teams. Let's let's not be let's not be too ignorant here and not give a lot of credit to the coaching staff mm-hmm. and a lot of, all the coaches that have been a part of this success uh, this last decade. Starting, of course, with, with Coach Jamie Nichols and and being the the head man here. But you know, all of these coaches have been instrumental in all of these guys. They've been influential in, in these guys. They develop good relationships. I think one of the big arguments right now that we're facing in our state and why we need athletics is because they're kids that need that love and they need that support and they need that brotherhood and that bonding. And I, I can't think of anything better than what we have seen yeah. with Abbeville football over the years, and I know you would probably agree with that. Well, I mean, even to expand on that a little more, you got kids that need discipline and they yep. need structure and they need a family. Uh, you know, a football team is more than – you know, just a bunch of guys that like to go out there and beat up on each other. I mean, you, you turn into a family, and you know, not to get uh, too deep or anything or political by any means, but you know, when you're in a huddle, there's no race, there's no, no. there's no political anything, there's no, you know, what side of the track you live on. It's eleven guys going out there fighting and scratching and clawing for one common goal, and. You know, good football teams are teams that no matter where you're from or who you are or, or you know, what your background is, it's a group of guys that become brothers. And, right. Uh, and you can take all 100 of these guys or however many people we got, names we have on this list here, and uh, and you ask them, they'll tell you that you know, they're brothers. With, they got 100 brothers right here. And yeah. It really uh, stretches beyond the actual game of football. but. Man, this has been a blast. Uh, you know, started to go all deep on you there at the end, but no, no, uh, it's good. This, was, this has been a, this has been fun. It's been fun to go back and kind of reminisce about some of the, you know, the, the ten and eleven and twelve teams. I was mm-hmm. telling you before we started that uh, I didn't personally start covering Abbeville in a, a media standpoint until 2014, so I really had to go back and uh, and readdress some of the uh, the earlier teams from the decade, but. Just talent, talent, talent. And it's incredible to have a town 
of, of just over 5,000 uh, and, and all the talent that comes from uh, this little town right here, man. You can make up a serious all-star team with uh, with the names that we've got written down here. And, and again, go back to the fact that a lot of these kids are second-generation, even yeah. some third-generation kids mm-hmm. that have been a part of um, the success. And, 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 and again, you know, we, we left a lot of kids out of the discussion, but they're not excluded from the discussion, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. they're, they're every bit as important a part of the tradition and the history, and they know who they are. Their teammates know who they are. Mm-hmm. And, and, again, doing something that's pretty much a, a fantasy format here and, and just looking at it on paper, it is that. It's just on paper. But the reality of this, each of those teams, whether they won a state championship or not, each of those teams – they all had a chemistry and a brotherhood together. And, um, you know, again, not too many teams can say they won, were part of a program that had six state championships um, and the success and the number of wins. Right. Uh, when teams right now sometimes are – some teams are just looking to have a three-win season, mm-hmm. to have a five-win season, yeah, to finish 500. So we've been very blessed. And it gives me great hope and encouragement that maybe, just maybe, we'll figure out a way to have football this year. Uh, as of this morning, um, things look like that there is a soft plan on the table to uh, start up camp in August 17th, and the first official game would be, as of right now, September the 4th. Uh, that is fluid. We don't know any more than that. We don't know any less than that. We also know that they are looking at just a seven-game season. Um, so just to kind of give you some information to go about as we're talking football and moving forward, obviously I know you're like me. The impatient part of this is is a struggle, obviously yeah. from a radio standpoint because you got businesses and things yeah. that you need to take care of for the radio broadcast side of it. And again, Z ninety three, we're going to be right there to uh, to take care of of all of the. I'm so used to say Z ninety three WZLA. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 used to take care of of the coverage and stuff. But as soon as we get more information, either you or myself, yeah. we'll post it on our Facebook page and our Twitter page, and we'll get that out there. And here's to hoping that we have something to talk about here in a few weeks. That's right. We're um, ready. We're, we're ready to uh, to start the process. It's a hurry up and wait process right now. But, you know, all yep. you can do is what you can do. But, um, again, just uh, uh, looking forward to taking the time, you know, with this podcast, I've been able to go back and interview some of these former players yeah. and, and get some intel from those seasons. Got another one coming up this weekend. Going to be talking with Doobie DeBose, talking about uh, his time as Advil Panther. Um 2015 state championship season how special that was and continuing his journey now as he's getting into the coaching field with yeah. with, with papa yeah. with papa bear uh-huh. and going to be helping out with the emerald vikings some so we'll be able to talk with him and that podcast will be coming but man you're my first two-time guest i can't think of a better way to do this than this uh obviously there's going to be a lot of pushback for other decade discussions but we will definitely have to go back and look some history up Big time. And we may have to trim our margins down just a little bit <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, for, for namesake's we'll Take a first and a second team. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, it's definitely a great conversation. And, you know, there's all kind of friendly conversation about state championship teams and who was the best state championship team. But, hey, we're giving you some more conversation today. So I hope you enjoyed the podcast and uh, share it, pass it along. Uh, if you know any former players, make sure they listen. Um, and I'm sure they'll have some entertaining picking our brains or picking on us for, for what we picked as well. So uh, we enjoyed it. Absolutely. Hope you guys have a great day, and we'll, we'll be back here soon.